2: Hello everybody and welcome to The Worst Idea of All Time. I'm just checking that the frames are right on the picture. Hey, uh, Tim, so you know, my name's not everybody,
3: it's Guy. Why can't I hear you very good? Because uh, you've got an attitude problem? Yeah, that could be it. Go again? Well, how's your attitude now, Tim? Yeah, it's feeling a little better. My yeah. attitude's
2: feeling a little better. That's good. How is your um, How is your attitude? How's your life? My attitude's good. My life's fantastic.
3: Does that make it easier to have a good attitude?
2: There's a cool hat. I am cool. I don't know how many fucking cool hats
3: I gotta wear before you realize you're dealing with one of the coolest. Is it like towel
2: material? It's fleece. Okay? Is it fleece? It's fleece. It's it's like polyester fleece, though. My polyester fleece. So
3: fun. She's my polyester fleece. That
2: song really just went away, didn't it? Who wrote it? Uh. Regurgitator The Regurgitators No just Regurgitator The Regurgitators Do you know I saw Regurgitator live once I fucking loved that band They're an Australian band And they're kind of like They were like I would describe them as Like dance alt rock Name two other songs Um, uh, Life And I I had had like a couple of their albums, but it's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you, left you, with that I don't mean to step to. Saw them at the King's Arms, R.I.P. (laughs) Yeah, Worst, (laughs) worst live act I've ever seen. Holy moly. They've been off the tools for a while and we're were getting back into stuff. So that's why you come to New Zealand to either finish your tour or start your tour. They Mm. were fucking atrocious. They forgot their own songs. Can I I say at the other end of the spectrum? Yeah, I saw Krungbin
3: finish their tour in New Zealand at Auckland, Mm. and it was a phenomenal show and a remarkable display of musicianship. It was technically one of the best music gigs I've been to. Wow! And they played probably a five to ten minute medley of like multi of, of, of genre spanning different songs, samples into songs. It was a delight. And, you know, we get the worst of it. We get the regurgitators at the king's arms figuring out how to hold their tools again. Mm. But sometimes you also get the jubilation and relief of a hardworking band who've drilled their show until it's as tight as a drum. And they come and they say, what do you think of this? We're going home. You ever want to see Pink perform live? No, and I'm sure I've said this before, but I remember when I was in year eight, for a music project, I wrote an essay on pink. And the last sentence I wrote in the essay, this is in the year 2001. The last sentence was or this Who before knows? Before September or after September? After September. Okay. Who knows what the future holds? But right now, everything sure looks rosy in the world of pink.
2: <laughs> Age? I would have 13? been 12. Wow. It's not bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> did you write a? Did you have to write an essay for music on any artist? No, not that I can record. I don't. I didn't do music in third. Oh wait, did I? No, I don't think I did music in third form. This is in year eight. First CD oh, you own. Sorry, so, so first CD you own. Year eight was form two. Yeah, first CD you own. Go, I'm ready. I think it was Spice World CD. That's yeah, I nice. think that might be right Shania Twain, come on over <laughs> The fucking boys <laughs> <laughs> How about the boys getting behind the ladies? It's big time How about that? Uh, Venga boys was
3: very early too though Yeah, well, that's erasure Because Although- one of those boys was abroad
2: <laughs> What? Oh, I see Should have been the, the title v- The Vinger fucking people Am yeah, I right? Yeah, the Vingers. <laughs> they should bring it back as the Vengas There should be a sitcom called the Vingers. What would it be? Would it's, it be their it's, band? It's Try them to- right now <laughs> They still share an apartment. Was there an S Club TV show? Was that a movie? One of the members
3: of S Club just died recently. Oh, that's sad. They were still young. I think they were going to go on a tour. Yeah, fuck. How's the nostalgia tour industry? Oh, it's booming. I I tell you, one of the worst gigs I've seen... Groove Armada, either 20 or 25
2: year anniversary. Dog, that was heartbreaking. Disaster. We were both at that gig. I yeah. think we were sort of separate though, weren't we? we went, were we together? <laughs> oh, sorry, were we were together. We traveled separate. We linked up. Oh, yeah, okay. That I really was with Chelsea and shit. Bella
3: and Mills, and you and Zoe were there, and yeah. we were
2: all grooving in the same pocket, and we were yeah. all constantly waiting for the gig to get good. Yeah, and then it just ended. It was like disastrous. Guys. Come the fuck on! It was sort of the inverse of what I keep reading about Taylor Swift gigs. Mm. Taylor Swift is out there doing like forty-five song, three-hour sets. I mean, there's Just a head after head after head. There's after a head. reason Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. Yeah, imagine maintaining that kind of um, she, fitness she, level, she, like acuity. She must disassociate. How could you not? Although it's uh, uh, this is interesting with music I feel like it's different. Well, yeah. Then yeah. stand ups so, it's so weird for that when you start doing your jokes too many times like during a festival mm-hmm. and you're like it's so weird to say these and you're just watching yourself perform from slightly above your own body. Yeah. It's And then it's quite scary because you're like, "Uh-oh, I'm going to at some point can, I'll just like stop talking can, and can, can, then what happens?" Can I actually
3: say something please for once? Can I have a fucking turn? No, nah, legit. I'm just saying this while I remember. Do you know, I'm filming my show from this year. I'm going to film it and release it on my own YouTube channel. Do and it. I'm filming it in Brisbane. Good. In July, late July. I'm doing two, the tapings on the 29th of July. And I'm doing a warm up on the 27th. And
2: I just want people to know that in Brisbane because I, I haven't announced it really. Gotcha. So if, if you're f- in Brisbane or you know someone in Brisbane, you, you got to come <coughs> to the tape. Like, someone must be here. Not necessarily All sorts of things Set him off He doesn't like Queenslanders <laughs> Nor should he Well Tim i got to say Cheers
3: Good ep Yeah And I'll see you later Oh we done No hold on <laughs> Or do you want to talk about um Fast Fast I want yep. this dog to shut the fuck up Okay, That's what I'd love Do you want to talk about Fast and Furious 6 Hey
2: Rufus fast. The
3: rest. This, Whoa Farmer voice The 6th movie If you talk to Okay If you talk to a fan They'd tell you it's the sixth movie in the Fast and the Furious Come franchise. Here. If you talk to Tim or Guy, we'd tell you it's the fourth. And
2: Academics I mean, debate to this very day well, which party is true. It's, it's difficult We're to right. get
3: to the bottom of it. First things first, I'd like to apologize to our listeners in the previous episode listener, because listener. I paused the movie because I remember criticizing at the end of F7, they didn't have the like um, disclaimer being like, These are car stunts. They're filmed on closed roads. Don't try this to the very end. And I thought, what sort of litigious motherfuckers watching that all the way before they decide that they're not going to do it? And F6, before they even get into the meat of the credits, they have a big thing on the screen, disclaimer, these are filmed on closed roads. Don't try this. Please don't do this. When we last watched the movie, I paused it there to read it, to bask in it, to think about the difference between that and F7. And then I didn't push play. We just kept watching. Today, I didn't pause it. I'd already read it. That is only on screen for about five seconds. And
2: then you've got cars drifting in, you guessed it, Tokyo. Yeah, there's an after the credits sequence, which we didn't watch last time. And it is a fucking big one. It hisses. It's huge. Han is drifting
3: against unknown races through the streets of Tokyo. Very busy pedestrian crossing. What's the name of it? I think Shibuya. Shibuya. I think that's what it's called. Ugh. When you went to Shibuya,
2: mm. did you um, create some front-facing video content saying, it's boya in Shibuya? I did not. And that was a real missed opportunity on my behalf. And I'll
3: never live it down. No. Nah, I think it's a miracle that you, because, I mean, a lot of people might not know this.
2: A lot of people do know this. It's
3: where you got engaged.
2: Yeah. Not in Shibuya. No. Nah. But in Japan. That's right. Do you want to nip marry on. your
3: boya in Shibuya? Oh, do you want to nip on to the rest of our
2: lives? Did you say that? <laughs> nah, I think she would have said no if I'd pulled something like that, to be honest. I don't think it would have worked out. Down the line. Was it down the line? Down the line. Was It You, you was a
3: straight down the line sort of proposal. Yeah, it was. You weren't making puns out of place names. Went to the
2: ancient city, so it's a bunch of like protected ruins and temples and stuff. I and want to protect was... your ruins until <laughs> no, we're both in a temple. Okay, fine. Had, just... the ring, had the ring in the box burning a hole in my pocket the whole day. Yeah. Never says. Do you know and what? I, got, I know something about that ring. Yeah. It's
3: one ring to rule them all. One ring to bind them. <laughs> Fuck. You're showing ring.
2: such a lack of respect for the story. I'm going to bail on it. No. So, no, so no, the no. after the credit sequence is Han no, racing no, through. No.
3: Yeah. I'll respect it. So it's it's not, not even
2: a good story. It's not my fault I know too many jokes. <laughs> I think it is, actually. <laughs> it's not my fault my brain is full of gear. The plan proposed to Zoe in the ancient city. Tourist hot spot, beautiful surroundings. Winter? I like Snowing? I like the setup. I think that's right. Beautiful. Okay. So Pictures. That's, that's the plan. But then we got out there and I was like, Zoe doesn't love big public she's not a, a a super extroverted person she doesn't like big public mm-hmm. displays of things happening and and mm-hmm. amongst the um, amongst the all the yeah the people what does she call them the great unwashed that's what she refers to them <laughs> as yes yeah uh <laughs> yeah and 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 so um so i kept the ring in my pocket and proposed to her at the hotel instead yeah in the lobby in our room the elevator. In our room. We you staying in the elevator? I wasn't. No, we stayed <laughs> in a room. That's right, did it. Is an elevator a room? There's no elevators in Japan. What? There's no elevators in Japan. No. They don't use them. That's a lie. It's escalators only. You're having me on. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a nice lie. It's a nice <laughs> level of lie. Yeah, take something that's like pretty common to your life and then pick a country that's culturally a little bit different <laughs> just claim the thing isn't there. Yeah. They don't even there's not there isn't a single spoon in Russia. No. And that's not true. And here's why because before the Russian Revolution, the Russian royal family they they were offended by spoons because mm-hmm. Rasputin had this w- weird premonition about one of them getting killed by a spoon, so they they outlawed spoons. And oh, to this day, even though uh, like after the revolution, was, the Russian royal family's gone, they still kind of persist with this cultural norm of it was, banning spoons. It was
3: believable. I think it ran out of a little bit of gas at the
2: Rasputin. I well the, the foretold thing. Yeah, but that's actually. Not as unbelievable as you might think. Rasputin held a lot of fucking power and he was a mystic. So it's not yeah. it's not completely beyond the pale to think that he had a premonition of one of them being killed by a spoon and got them to ban spoons. You know that song, Ra Ra Rasputin? Yeah. Love's greatest, Russia's greatest love machine. Yeah. Is that pro? Uh, it seems that it's very like, it's upbeat. Gang, gang, Genghis Khan. More. Yeah. Um, Different guys. Eh? I'm trying to think of the rest of the lyrics for that song. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. You're a lyrics guy. It surprises me you don't know the I'd rest of that song. I don't know. I
3: Yeah. I don't know all the lyrics. I'm working on it. I'm always working on it. Post credit sequence Han drifting through Tokyo. Not exactly where Tim proposed to Zoe, but not a million miles away either. Uh at some because point Because that would be the moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do the maths. Or the math. Han is racing unknown, you know, other drivers. He a car sort of interrupts him mid-race, flips him, he rolls, he's trapped under the car. Staith gets out of the car that flips him, gets on the phone, performs a scene that we're already familiar with, having watched F7. So I suppose you'd call this a flashback to F7. And uh, he then says, Dominic Toretto, you don't know me, but you're about to. And then detonates an explosive device that blows up Han's car. So if you watched F6 in the cinemas, not only did you witness the death of Giselle Godot, but you also saw in the post-credit sequence, which must have felt so flippant mm. to die-hard fans of the franchise, the death of Han. So they killed off one of the core couples sequentially
2: in the last half hour of the film. Yeah, but Han they put in the after-the-credit sequence. Like, if anything, based on my understanding of the importance of these characters, Han goes before the credits you kill Giselle in the after the credit sequence you know and we know
3: han's not dead because i mean no it one really makes ma- it now. makes me want to track back to the mr nobody's explanation of how i pulled it off the mr nobody voodoo shit yeah
2: good point so he says he drags the uh, body
3: out before the explosion happens, and he treats it like it was staged. Oh,
2: that's right, because he puts him behind a pillar where yeah. Han's looking at the car explode, which must happen very quickly.
3: That's right, because I mean, like, and, th- he's,
2: and then he said, "Do you remember what he says?" And I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the exact scripting. But he says, "That's not even the coolest trick I've pulled." Yeah, like, that wasn't even the the best one of those I've done. The
3: best one of those I pulled was on a <laughs> cruise ship in 1987 when I seduced a spoiled heiress. With amnesia Into believing
2: that I was her husband Someone wrote a really cool theme song about it Yeah But it's a long story It's one we don't have time for I really enjoyed this watch still Did you? You yep. were, you were I, running hot and cold Yeah I know We were being very antagonistic towards each other You were I feel being like antagonistic towards me I was being charming I don't think that's true I was being very charming I think we need a, an impartial third party um, to observe And uh, assist So that we stop Gaslighting each other We need Patty Harrison Back in the booth Yeah we do Well I don't know <laughs> She seemed like a Semi Her own Individual brand of toxic <laughs> Being spewed on top of the boys Doing their toxic work Yeah
3: You You think we need a? Um, I mean a phone call Oh is it important? No but it's interesting. I've It's my friend Ryan. I haven't spoken to him for a long time. Oh.
2: I'm not going to take it. He's a good guy, Ryan. He's a great guy. I'll call him back. He's got a cool car. He's got like a Jeep.
3: I think he sold the Jeep. He's in a hybrid Corolla now. Oh, and, that's and cool there's too. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, but it doesn't have the same... <laughs> um, well, it's
2: probably because he's, he's as he stopped doing the kind of work he was doing before, where he had to bring a nice car to kind of impress clients. Be like, yo, check me out. I don't, I, he's, I, I don't know He had to impress clients With his car I thought that was part of the thing So it was like Yo check it out I'm legit I think he just likes nice things Yeah that's fair Do you like nice things? Nah I detest them Do you? <laughs> no I don't detest nice things I don't I don't like like luxury things though I think luxury things are a bit silly What's a luxury thing? Like a watch Like yeah. a Rolex I was I had spent a lot of time In one of the airports recently <laughs> Socks Okay <I can't, laughs> Do you yeah. know that clip? <laughs> No, I'm on Ducktales, Larry. <laughs> you know that clip. What's a luxury item you couldn't live without? I don't know. Socks. Socks aren't <laughs> <on the> a luxury. <laughs> I'm talking a private plane. A private plane. You know I'm from Ducktales, right? <laughs> oh man, what's I forget that from? the guy's name, but he's the he's um, the guy from Community, which I don't think you've watched, so this isn't going to help. Which one, Joel McHale Nope. Donald Glover. Nope. Chevy Chase. Nope. I'm out. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter, but I'll show you the clip later. And most people know what I'm talking about. Now, wow. luxury items. I'm not what most say you? People.
3: Uh well, I was in an airport, one of the airports recently, and I went into the Rolex shop.
2: Oh yeah. And I was like, I
3: there was just a young guy who worked. What were there. you
2: wearing and what was the response to you being in there? Was it similar to uh, the scene in this movie where Tejan? Uh, uh, Hobbs turn up to the the car luxury auction. car auction, and a man immediately assesses that they should not be there.
3: No, so I caught there was some there was some fella, some young floozy out front who was <laughs> floozy, who was um, <laughs> you know, he was grateful for the company, and I I was very straight up with him. I said, "How much of these watches? Can you show me the most expensive watch? And can you show me the cheapest watch? <laughs> yeah. You know." And then there was some other like the the boss dog, who came out from. Out the back At What's some point this? And started Yeah giving me a look Being like You're not gonna buy One of these watches And I was like Yeah but I'm building A fucking bond uh, And the I mean I think the most I was like A quarter of a million dollars <laughs> And I was wearing Like a Casio watch
2: and i was like casio is fucking real are you wearing it now no right now i'm wearing a garmin was it that classic casio yeah it's a classic casio their casio is so fucking good because i reckon it's a real good look too and it's like 20 bucks i was with you when i bought that do you remember that was it in oz no it was in new york city we'd just taken magic mushrooms yeah. yeah
3: and then we were about to walk across the brooklyn bridge and we got lifted on that bridge do you remember that yeah Those were strong. Yeah, they were. Those were There was the
2: the walk when um, there was like glow flies. What are they called? Yeah, they were little uh, in the grass in New
3: York. They were like, it's in the summer. There was in there
2: little glowy things.
3: Glow flies. And I
2: was so confused and trying to desperately get to the bottom with you about if they were real or not. And I was saying they were real. You were saying they were real, but I was like, yeah, but are they real when you're not high? (laughs) (laughs) They're real.
3: I remember pausing in the middle of the bridge and watching all the boats go under, and the boats all had personalities. Fuck, that rules, <laughs> yeah, man. Was nice. But I bought the watch on the way because I wanted to know how lot... like, I wanted to track the time. Oh, and it was, cool. I, bought, I bought that Casio <laughs> watch. You know what
2: would go down a treat right now? A chronograph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bought that watch for $20. And look at it now. Not just a handsome timepiece and an ironic bit of catch to have in a Rolex store, but also memories. Wow. Since both of those
3: moments. Um, I was wearing it in the shower oh. and I I went to get the battery fixed and the guy said, it's water resistant, not waterproof. This, this <laughs> Did watch, that flash through your head while you were
2: showering? <laughs> this watch is rusted. Um, Buy a new one. Yeah. They're cheap. I haven't yet. Did you get the gold one? Nah, it was um, plastic. Did, dude, get the gold one and it'll be like Gandalf the Grey of Casio watches. It'll be like <laughs> the, the, old, the old one. Di- it died. It was like, no, it's back and it looks more badass than ever. Yeah, They run like... They're about a I think slightly over a hundred New Zealand. We've got a lot of memories. Yeah, man. We've made a lot of memories. Years and years and years worth.
3: I wanted to I wanted to describe you as being hot and cold during this watch because I felt like the last time we watched it it was pure love.
2: I mean, and it's in this hard to in this, recapture the enthusiasm of seeing a movie for the first time. In this watch, you said, not to me,
3: not to anyone really, just out loud. <laughs> yeah. You said Vin, almost to yourself, I think. He said, Vin smiles in this movie lots. And it helps me.
2: Yeah. Let's talk to that. Okay. In this movie, so we have critiqued heavily Vin Diesel not emoting beyond a sort of grimace or a scowl, particularly in F9.
3: I think he's not responsive to any of the large scale stunts or explosive moments. He doesn't really smile or laugh. He doesn't appear. He just is. He's, he's plotting through life. He doesn't take to, appear to take any pleasure in the in the the inevitable highs of such an absurd lifestyle. And it is a
2: challenge to
3: emotionally invest in a character like that because yeah,
2: he's holding it. He's the central guy.
3: And if he's not advertising any emotional response, then you're kind of at sea as to how you're meant to feel about him going through these things. Technically, we know we're rooting for him, but it's very difficult to be emotionally
2: invested. Well, I'm not confused by what we're supposed to feel. I'm just like, why should I be invested in this if you're not as a central character? So what helps is in this one, do we know the title yet? Fast, I'm fa- looking at a. I'm looking at a thumbnail that says Fast and Furious Six, but I'm also getting a flashback to Joseph telling me that you can't believe any of the posters because think- there's like a discrepancy between the movie's real names that they get distributed as the marketing material, and then also what you see on screen at the start. Like they're all different. It's
3: called Fast and Furious Six.
2: That is a shit title, from what I can see. Um, he smiles. Throughout the film mm-hmm. in, in, in moments where you would expect him to smile When happy things are happening to him But also When he's uh, sort of teeing off And has a laser pointer from a um, sniper rifle Pointed at him When he's interfacing with Shaw With the Big Bad We just call it talking Talking <laughs> With Shaw And there was something nice about that because I it's think sort that's of, a
3: joke from Friends by the way What? I think at one, it's nothing. I think at one point Ross describes flirting as interfacing. Oh, does he? He's talking to someone. I can't remember who he's talking about. In the future, talking about computers and technology, so you know, we'd be this is, we'd be interfacing, and maybe someone says, this "Is just talking." I, I, I've got all this miscellaneous shit in my head. Sometimes, it's good. Sometimes it bubbles up. I'm it's sorry. Good no, stuff. it's embarrassing. No, no, it's no. Not. I'm stupid. I'm an idiot.
2: I'm a dumb dumb. See, this is the opposite of what you were bringing during the the viewing. I'm big dumb dumb. <laughs> he's had two coffees. We've all have. Yeah, all, all of us here have We've all had to Oh Rufus hasn't He's sort of blending in With the cow Coward What would happen If you filled his water bowl With coffee I reckon he'd like it And be like Nah not for me Yeah It's funny Imagine if you got real into it though Coffee he'd is He'd probably get the shits I don't want to deal with it. Coffee is a gross taste
3: I've been drinking it a long yeah. time I know I like it Yeah Alco-
2: Alcohol is a
3: gross taste Yeah It's poison Yeah And what's funny If you drink a gin and tonic yeah. You know, you're just making tonic taste, or say vodka and soda.
2: You're making soda taste. Yeah, and worse. who's who's like excited to crush a glass of tonic water? Yeah, but
3: so then let's say you get off, you stop drinking outright, you go sober, mm-hmm. and but as part of it, you still want to create a challenge component to what are otherwise delicious drinks. Okay. So like rum and coke for an example, and so you're like, okay, well I can't just drink Coca Cola. Hmm. I need to put fake rum and the coca-cola I need to dilute the perfect like the science perfect taste of
2: vinegar cola vinegar is what it would be honestly it would be vinegar vinegar would but be the is base it like
3: zero alcohol alcoholic drinks are basically just introducing challenges to what otherwise are perfect tasting drinks
2: oh i see yeah you understand what i'm saying yeah but that's because zero alcohol drinks exist not in a vacuum but in a, a, a society And your own experience Where you're very used To drinking alcohol And you have years Of established You know Memories of revelry And rituals Around this taste And socializing mm-hmm. So if you can trick your brain That you're still consuming The substance way. Without poisoning yourself but,
3: I mean is it, Isn't that an advertisement Of the po- the poison In the first place
2: Is that <laughs> Well yeah You can't but just point, migrate off it The point isn't I don't think the point Of zero alcohol drinks Is to like Death to alcohol No that's what Coke's trying to do. Coke wants death to alcohol? Well, Coke should. Coke no. Coke should be a, actually Coke should be making way bigger swings at alcohol. Coke is collaborating with alcohol. I know. You can buy a that's key. one approach to the enemy. Yeah. But the other is going, fuck these okay. guys, they're poison. Who wins? Coke wins. Coke wins? Coke wins every like Coke versus the US military Coke wins. Coke wins full stop. Okay. Irrespective of enemy. I'm going to call it, I mean, I don't know how to call it. But what about Coke versus Nike? Who wins? Coke wins. Coke versus McDonald's. Now that is interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I almost think of them as the same thing. Well, Coke has infiltrated McDonald's. Yeah. They're working on the same team. Coca McDonald's is like what's a good? Because I was going to say it's like the USA and the UK, but it's they're more no. like equivalent to each other. They I feel like they sort of go together like,
3: um, walla 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 shoobity bop de bop. Mm. That's what I. Think. For
2: example, yeah. As a for instance, as a for instance, do you think Nike beats Coke?
3: I think uh, i I know Coke wins
2: Coke does win this is the battlefield we're talking about as well. This is like we're not talking about who's worth more money. we're not necessarily talking about mind share. We're talking about like those two guys are going at it it's because I, I, Coke plays so dirty coke- Coke is so powerful and it plays so dirty yeah coke. Oh, coke versus um uh what's the fucking called who are the <laughs> Who's the real baddies who keep, in um, their CEO said that, you know, water isn't a human right? Nestle? <laughs> yeah, Nestle. Nestle v. Coke. Nestle
3: is a worthy opponent. Nestle, but Nestle is not definable. Like, what do you think when you th- think Nestle? In my head, I get two so things. Nestle, I get either a Kit Kat or yeah.
2: a tube of condensed milk. So Nestle is like the Illuminati. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're big and they're out there, but they're hard to pin down. Coke owns Coke. Doesn't I think so, but I don't know that to be a fact. Who's Unilever? Unilever is like Johnson and Johnson is under them, I think, and things like I don't know. These are the questions. We should talk movie.
3: We've been talking You're not about. Wrong. Uh, we were setting up sort of our challenge, our challenged and charged relationship to Dominic Toretto in yeah. F's Seven.
2: Through nine yeah, and Established And well-worn ground The
3: sort of Delight that you see In him Enjoying himself I mean I feel like The last time We were discussing The pleasure of Vin mm-hmm. By the way I think before He changed his name To Vin Diesel He tried to call himself American Muscle I think <laughs> It's important That's on the record But the last time I remember We were talking about him In these glowing terms Was on his honeymoon In Cuba With a Recovered From amnesia Letty And mm-hmm. um, and it is a delight And it, it actually It speaks to You know The the traditional progression of films Watching the first one Through the sixth one I feel like I'm falling in love With Roman backwards Yeah dude Roman is a big feature Roman's getting funnier He's great He's great He's great how's, at every, He's a how's great that, look He's fun that, He's funny How's that little Easter egg I don't know if you call it an Easter egg How's that little touch On his
2: private jet Oh yeah, I missed it the first time. On but the, on the tail, there's a there's a shot for about two seconds before as they're sort of transitioning to another bit of the world, and it says it's Roman bitches. Yeah, he painted that on his private jet. How much did they heist in Rio? Hundred uh, mil, I think is the reference.
3: What do they split that? Six how ways. Many, how
2: many peeps are there? So, so we should, uh, should we say
3: they got fifteen million dollars each? Yeah, this that's not, not enough, enough for
2: nah. a jet. And it's and not it, enough of and, what Luder's doing as well. Like Tej buys all of those luxury cars. Yeah, it's got it's gone.
3: It's an emotional. It it's an that. emotional response to a smarmy racist Brit.
2: Yeah, that's that's the thing. And I'd
3: actually love to know what the actor who plays the smarmy racist Brit has been up to, otherwise, because I think he revels in the role. I think he's a delight to watch. I think he sells.
2: He sells the antagonism. Yeah, I do too. But here's my um, parlay. No, what's my... And I like hit back. You oh, know, here's your rebuttal? Or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. Counter? Counter to that. Is that I feel like that guy's role... So this is the... this is You know, we talked about him last time. You know who we're dealing with, folks. Yeah, you know what it is. That's a role that a lot of people could have done and done well. Yeah. It's a caricature of a British... Uh, you know, we've seen that archetype done so many times in so many different things, and that's, he does a great job with it, but yeah. I feel like lots of people could have. It's what... I
3: mean, it, that's true, but it's it's not... I don't think it's a fair criticism, if you call it that, of... You know, he's given... He, he He beat out the other actors at the casting call. He did. He
2: got the job. Congrats. He did exactly what was asked of him, mm-hmm. and yes, you know... Should he get points taken away because... A different actor could have done it. Probably not. That's probably unfair. You know what? That's on me.
3: I think that's part of the joy of this movie. In addition to Vin smiling, is the 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 comedy weave throughout. There's just a lot more silliness. There's a lot more yeah. fun and games. And part of it isn't being in Britain. And I think. There's a. a, a But just
2: throughout, they take more time to. So, like, there's even a tiny conversation between Dom and Han to move the plot forward, where Han finds out that there's a street race that Letty's involved in. So, Dom can go over there and Mm -hmm. try and sort of win her back or figure out what's going on. And in the middle of that very small conversation, just because, like, these bits of exposition are necessary but kind of boring we've got in the background so this gets set up before they start talking immediately before they start talking is Tej is showing no sorry Roman grabs a gun that Tej has made yeah. and he's messing around with it Tej's like don't touch that you can't handle that gun and he's like, I've proven myself with big guns and then in the middle of Han and Dom doing this bit of plot exposition the gun misfires and goes and fires a fucking steel harpoon, harpoon into the concrete wall between hook. their yeah. two faces just to interrupt with a bit of a You know, sight gag It's fun And it's fun It is fun And there's lots of examples of that Where they kind of undercut See, in 9 And 9 especially And I don't have specific examples in my head But I feel like they do the exposition without any Humor There's no release valve. It's just like Oh, now we've got to fucking show you what's going It feels like Metal Gear Solid half the time It's just like A convoluted plot Full respect to the Metal Gear fans out there Yeah By the way But like it, it, it feels like this crazy, overblown plot with no release valves. I don't know how. Well, else to Well, I mean,
3: it. can I can I present a, a theory to you? I don't know if that's. I don't, yeah, can I present an idea to you? Yeah, um, literally as, as anytime to you want. What maybe inform some of this lightness, mm-hmm. and why it might start to
2: erode the further we get from this film? Yeah. Wow.
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Yuffie X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's eufy.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only
3: $799. I think... Because there's a scene we've spoken about before when Dom does actually go to street race Letty and they are having a sort of flirtation
2: and it's quite- It's sex. It's, it's a form of sex with it's cars. It's interesting and sexy because
3: here's people with a, an established dynamic. Obviously, you know, Letty has amnesia now, but we as the audience know that these are these are sort of soulmates as we understand it yeah. in this universe. And they're getting to come across each other for the first time in a manner of words again. And it is sexy and yeah. it is fun. Yes. And it's very flirty. Yes. And um, you know, afterwards they sort of talk, and they, he recounts in quite a, a, a charged and it's still sexy, but less less fun, like more like sort of it's getting into the 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 meat of their attraction. He's they're going through the scars that they share or that Letty has, and he's sharing his memories of her and sort of establishing that they do have a, a pre existing dynamic. And it is once more. It's sexy, and it's it's exciting to see them rekindling this romance. It's exciting for us to know that Lydia is alive again after the fact that she was killed in Fast Five, and it's um it's exciting for Dom, and I think we watch we have watched across the the following movies the spark in this relationship wax and wane, and probably you know, that flame start to dim a little bit as perhaps the the candle burns to its nub and, you know, the the genuine attraction and excitement they feel around each other um, wane to an extent. And I think, I don't know if this is what's happened before Fast 6, but I feel like Probably watching them court each other in that back and forth across the movies beforehand, and watching that relationship develop and play out is very interesting and sexy, and they're discovering new things about each other, and that's exciting as well. I think if Letty didn't ha- if Leti- if Letty didn't have that crash and then suffer from amnesia before, that relationship would have finished before, um, you know, it would have finished off its own t- on its own terms. It would have finished yeah. off its own steam, uh, just you know, in a very boring sort of real life way. Where it's like, you know, all of this adrenaline we have coursing through our bodies, all of these missions we're running, this excitement we have in our lives, is not enough to paper over the fact that we aren't doing it for each other anymore. And we might work well together, but that doesn't mean that this is a, you know, this doesn't have to be our romantic relationship for the rest of our lives. It might be we need to take some time away and be colleagues. Heavy. And so that gets removed. And, you know, it's like, um, I can't remember who says it. Maybe... Paul Walker paraphrases Joni Mitchell in this, where he says, don't it always seem to go that you don't appreciate what you have until someone takes it away? And I think that's what Dom is experiencing. And Put that on a t-shirt, someone. <laughs> and what Letty's experiencing and i just think that 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 it, it it rekindles the relationship it's like you see it i
2: used to see it when i watched um i do want us to make a paul walker in memorial t-shirt <laughs> there is some beautiful shots of his face and that quote that you just said and uh to the tune of
3: i just think i i mean it's it's just a theory but i think there's a lot of light and fun in this movie because we do get to see them falling in love again. And, you know, that's exciting and it feels authentic again. But also I don't think that they're meant to be together forever. And we see that uh, as their their chemistry uh, fizzles out across the, the the movies we've already covered, the prequels to Fast 6 and Fast 7, 8 and 9. Um, that's sort of, I mean, I don't know how clearly I articulated it, but that's the theory. That's what I was angling towards. And that's, I think, what I wanted to say and share.
2: It's an interesting thing to think about And I think you're probably right And the reason I asked how When you said that the relationship would would fizzle out Is I agree with you And I think Letty would have ended it Mm. Because I think Dom is one of these dudes
3: It's a failure
2: Yeah, A relationship not working
3: Reflects failure on him Instead of
2: perhaps mutual growth Exactly Because I think he is a man Who has very traditional ideas Of what family is This is. is a Christian movie franchise It is so Christian it is Chris yeah it's it's Chris Tian it really is not that there's anything wrong with that it's Chris it's T it's Ian but it's the three of them that's the bit that um you know speaking of Patty Harrison I think I brought up the sort of American Empire building flavor to this franchise and that is is deeply imbued in that part of yeah. its DNA what? It's the sort of it's like the Crusades. But the two things we're here to teach you is the way the truth and the light, and cars are pretty fun. Yeah, and
3: I also want to say, inside of that, or you know, another thing I was saying when we got into the weeds talking about the the guy who got cast as the pompous British git mm. is I think there's a lot of fun in this movie in the interplay between America or like you know this cartoon America. of America, this cartoon of America, and also. The even more cartoonish caricature of England. And like even the rock and his uh Judas Iscariot, that woman who is on his side until she betrays him.
2: Nice, here we go. Uh,
3: when they go to the security place and they say we want to see the cameras, and there's this sort of big British laddie guy who's like, Oh, you wanna
2: see the cameras, dude? You know, and he's like, who's What is that? Who is it? Saint Saint Peter.
3: Oh, I see. We're oh, still in know. the Bible, I Are don't we? know either. <laughs> But he's you know, and he's has oh you want to see, you know, and he's sort of trying to fob him off, and then he does the big strong arm handshake, and he crushes yeah, his, his hand, yeah. And that's funny. It's I mean, it's like it's a fun basic comedic beat. It's yeah. like a traditional action movie trope. It's mm. like a hand. It's a very. It's not an original idea, but it's very straightforward and clear and well executed. And also on top of the the difference in physical strength between the two characters, we have the collision of british and american ideology and it's fun it's like it's fun there's fun there is fun peppered throughout this movie Mm -hmm. there is enough fun to counterbalance the heavy and somewhat labored and over choreographed action sequences which is what makes the following movies so bottom
2: heavy and makes it feel like they last forever yeah did you feel that as much in this one uh, I actually. The ass on this one's not as it's not heavy. as it's not as
3: grunty, no, in I, a good way. Well, you're at, so here's the thing. You're at Act Two. You're at the 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 um you're here at, I am. You're at the pinnacle of Act Two. The tank, the the snouty
2: tank. Fucking wrap it up. And but what are we at duration wise at that point? Like an hour forty. forty wrap it up. But there's forty four minutes to go.
3: And yeah, then, exactly. And so, no, but but, I don't need it.
2: No, but get this. What? Get this. Here we
3: go. You know, you get through that and then they regroup and then they, they prepare for the final act, the yeah. big plane at night sequence. Mm-hmm. In the other ones, you're not concluding, the, you're not finishing the end of act two with 40. You're you you're at the start. Like you've got 44 minutes of act three to get through. Mm. 44 minutes here, you're finishing up an act, you're having a bit of fun in between and then you're getting to what, probably 30 minutes of action for the final act? Yeah, but
2: even so, it's still not Ideal It's still too long But like it's, it's it, so The, this, it, the so margins are closer I know But that's because We're going backwards So here they've still got The same structural problem With pacing And they just get More languid with it And, and overwrought As the movies go on Because they get Their eye off the ball Even more But it's still a problem That exists in this one It's just it gets bigger As mm. we go Increasing in numbers For the F's So like I say yeah. It's a fair have note. some discipline in your storytelling Ooh. show us the tank he's got notes cram in um, your fun switcheroos which I believe happen after the tank in terms of the woman switching side so we get a lady swapped for whatever the fuck your name is Hobbs' um, other Judas Iscariot yeah um, cram that all in We've, we've also got to get uh, uh, What's Goldie's name again? Uh, Giselle. Giselle Giselle and Han Both have to die a bit earlier But we can We can We can bloody get that in We can all There's so much happening In the tank sequence anyway We can bloody Put that in We can and put that stuff in there Massage it all through Just get that in chop off the final 40 and whole oh, hot dog I'm god ba- damn I'm a studio not Oscar bait but fuck me what a film I'm a studio I'm enjoying it and it's current but- here I am okay yep. I'm yep. in the room
3: you're in the room yeah I like it I just think we need to be aware of what we're up against here at Marvel you know they're in space they are playing with you know things that are far bigger than what we are allowed to here anchored to the ground and so I just think we need en- we need more I don't think it's enough to build to that we need another action sequence let me ask
2: you something okay when you're trying to put out a fire do you use more fire to put out that fire no i call the fire brigade and what do they do they use water we are water you've got to be water you don't beat fire with fire we are water marvel is marvel we're not going to out marvel marvel because only marvel can do that we are the fast and the furious and the first bit of the fast and the furious is fast And that's why I'm telling you, gentlemen, an hour 40 is our perfect run time. Not 2.20, not a plain sequence at night. We ended on a beautiful tank on a bridge at an hour 40. I rest my case. Wow, This man might be right, but he's making me furious. (laughs) And thus concluding the second promise of the premise. All right. We've got to do Shining Lights. Here's mine. Oh, fuck. I didn't do my top five vehicles I want to fuck in the movie. We'll bookmark that for bookmark next time. It, yeah. Because so I was supposed to do it last step. Yeah. It was the first watch. Uh, so much to love. I mean, Smile of Vin. And, well, no, I've already talked about it. but it Smile of Vin sounds like a Vin. line in a witch's spell. <laughs> Toe of Newt. Smile
3: of Vin. Uh, yeah. Hair Make of donkey. Make this movie fast again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Can I? T- I'll, I'll give you mine. I got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, please. A criticism I have laid at the feet of the franchise and ludicrous. The love that you're winding up with. Here's what I hate about the movie. No, 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 no. I think too many of the characters wear long trousers in warm climates. It fucks me off. It shits me no end. They're wearing jeans on the beach. They're wearing shoes in the sand. In this movie. Dominic Toretto and The Rock are both seen in the Canary Islands of Spain in the middle of summer wearing long trout in the morning. It pisses me off. To the point I wrote it on my phone. I said too many characters in long and <laughs> warm climbs. Fucking hell. But, respite in the form of a recently minted ludicrous holidaying in God knows where, shirt off, rig out, board shorts on, shark tooth necklace. Looking fucking good. The whole picture. Specifically, the fact he's in shorts, it advertises to me uh, knowledge of self and weather that fills me
2: with pride, but the whole the whole setup. Just <laughs> the knowledge l- of weather that fills me with pride. That's right. Very good. Love that. There it is. Here's mine. There is a moment at the start of this movie with these very cool skeleton car vehicles Yeah. that... Shaw and crew have made Which are like An incredibly bare bones Version of a car That is basically Just an It's like the structural Outline With a ramp built on At the top And they're aye very aye. low To the ground i aye, 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 they've got a very Powerful engine aye, aye. So there's a very Dramatic sequence Where this woman Who we've got a theory Was way more in the movie And got cut out um, Blonde woman who, who wins British woman So yeah Well that's my shining light oh, Is damn. when Yeah is So Paul Walker's car Gets fucked up by her car Flipped over And as she Drives past And he's like In real trouble now His car's upside down And she, she's escaped there is a slow motion sequence where She almost drifts past him Like it almost is a drift with that it's the, camera slows, the camera slows. The camera slows on slow, it Slow motion air So slow And she winks as she goes past Paul Walker And I googled this briefly And nothing came up So maybe I'm wrong But it felt to me like a reference to this meme I've seen online Of Luigi doing that in Mario Kart mm. So I don't know But it was my shining light this time I'm happy for you And that is that Second watch of F6 All in all, all you have to say Pretty good What if I told you Only had to watch this movie Four more times Here that, for it That would be crazy I'm here for it Well that's the number Alright See you. See ya the next one Yeah